Welcome to the Run Back to Jesus podcast, where we are going to let go of all the weights holding us down and run the race God designed us for. I grew up in the North, far away from the ocean, far away from any personal experience with hurricanes. And I knew what a hurricane was. I knew the type of storm. I knew you had to evacuate. They could cause severe damage. They were very dangerous. But for some reason, I missed the detail that there was a hurricane season where the majority of the hurricanes tend to come. And so that part just never really made sense or clicked for me. So fast forward to when I'm a little bit older, I meet the love of my life. We get engaged. We start planning our wedding and then the honeymoon. And we had on our heart a fall wedding. And so we were going to do a fall wedding. And then we were going to go on a honeymoon shortly after. And we had met this wonderful travel agent. She was amazing. She really helped us. She's like, if I'm getting married today and I'm going on my honeymoon, this is the resort that I'm going to pick. And so we ended up going with that. We headed to Jamaica for an all-inclusive adults only sandals resort vacation for our honeymoon. And we got there and it was just amazing. I just remember you walked in and the building was completely open, a nice breeze. You could hear the ocean. You could smell it. It was just so peaceful. And so we got into the hotel, we got checked in, sat on the beach, was relaxing, enjoying ourselves. And at some point, someone had mentioned that there was a hurricane in in the area. There could potentially be a hurricane coming, but we were on our honeymoon. So thoughts of hurricane were not going to get planted into my mind. And we were going to enjoy ourselves. And we were just, I was like, it's not going to happen while we're here. And so we went about our way. Everything was fine until the moment that I started to see Jamaicans on excavators moving sand all around on the beach. And at this point, I am like, okay, what is going on? <laughs> like, this does not look good. So we see that there is a hurricane coming. It's headed our way. But none of the staff is concerned at this point. They are not worried if there's a little rain shower. They're like, no worries, mom, just liquid sunshine. And they are just still very lighthearted, smiles on their face, singing songs. The sun is really still out the majority of the time. It does not look like a hurricane is coming. I have no idea where these people are getting their confidence from, but they're not worried. So at this point, I am not going to be worried either. Their confidence was overflowing into me. The hurricane, it did come, but it spun. And so we did not get the amount of damage on our side of the island that unfortunately the other side did. And we were very blessed to be situated where we were. But even in the midst of the hurricane coming, the workers were not worried. They knew every little thing was going to be all right. And meanwhile, I am sitting, as it's starting to get more real that this hurricane is coming, I'm thinking, these sand piles that y'all have built, they are not going to protect us from this storm. This was an older resort. I don't even think the door is fully sealed. We were oceanfront. In the shower, there was a big window that actually opened straight to the outside. I'm like, this is not okay. You people, I don't know where you are getting your confidence from, but I, this is, this is not good, but they were confident the whole time they were calm. And, and in that moment, I think it was God's grace. It carried over and we were able to stay calm and still have a great experience on our honeymoon and have a good time there. Now, I, I don't know what their faith background was. But I, I'm telling you this, when you put your hope in Jesus, you will come to the storms in your life just like that with this quiet confidence and peace that you are fully protected. And to the outsider, 
looking in on your life, they're going to think you're crazy. They're going to think, really? You're going to trust this book of scripture to be your protection when the storms of life come? You're going to trust this relationship with this God that I can't see to be your protection? They're going to think you're crazy (laughs) because they don't understand. And maybe that's even where you are today. Maybe you you haven't seen God. You, you haven't seen how he can protect you. And you are looking at people who are putting their hope in God and scripture. And you're thinking, you know what? I just don't know how this is going to work. That just seems a little bit crazy to me. But when we were in Jamaica, clearly this was not the first time the Jamaicans had weathered a storm. They had walked through hurricanes before. They had walked through storms before, and they were confident that their shelter was going to protect them, and they knew where to go to to find protection when the storm came, and they also knew how to embrace the storm as liquid sunshine in their life. And thankfully, because of their confidence in that moment, I was able to find it too. And so this is also just a great reminder of how important it is to have people around us of faith who have weathered storms, who can model that to us, who have gone before us, who know I can put my faith and hope in Jesus. And I'm going to tell you my story and I can be confident that God is going to provide because he always has and he always will. And why it's very, very important to be mindful of the people that you're surrounding yourselves with. Because if those Jamaicans would have been freaking out and worried, I would have went off the deep end. I would have been so anxious, so worried, so upset, but because they had weathered storms before, I was able to find my confidence in that and find my peace in that. I started reflecting on all of this this week as I was reading through Psalm 119 and in verse 114, it says, you are my refuge and my shield. I have put my hope in your word. And I was looking up refuge. A refuge is a place where you can go to find shelter from danger or trouble or pursuit or natural disaster. And so God is that refuge for us. When we put our hope in the word of God, we know that we can go to him in any storm for his protection, his guidance, and to be equipped with all the right tools to weather the storm in this quiet confidence that God is going to protect you. And I was, I was just looking, I'm like, I know this, this language. God being our refuge, our shield, our protection is found many times throughout scripture. This is not the only place you find it. And actually a lot of them are from David. There's a lot of this language in the Psalms, in Samuel, where you see the story of David. Psalm 32, 7, David says, you are my hiding place. You will protect me from trouble and surround me with songs of deliverance. In Psalm 3, verses 4 to 6, David says, I call out to the Lord and he answers me from his holy mountain. I lie down and sleep, yet I wake up in safety for the Lord was watching over me. I will not fear though 10,000 enemies surround me on every side. And one more, Psalm 18, verse 2, the Lord is my rock, my fortress, and my deliverer. My God is my rock in whom I take refuge, my shield, and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. And there are many more in scripture that just talk about this. God is our protection, our refuge, our fortress. And if you know David, David's normally known for the story of David and Goliath. David was the little shepherd boy who took down the giant Goliath. But there's also a part of David's story where David is on the run for years from King Saul. Saul was trying to kill him. So David was on the run. He was fleeing for his life. And in these moments where enemies were surrounding him, David knew that God would be his protection. 
And so maybe you're also thinking, you know what? I don't have that person of faith in my life to, to see their example. We again can find that in scripture. David's story is an example of this, of how putting hope and trust and confidence in the Lord and how God is our protection and how God brought David through that. That's a really, really powerful part of scripture. If you want to go read the full story of David, I would encourage you to go look at that one. This is all just reminding us that we know the storms will come. And when we are rooted in God's word and we have relationship with him, we have safety and every tool we need to get through it. And we don't just know it, right? We, we don't just read these words and say, that's good, which is important to do, but then we apply it. We live out our life in full confidence that God is our protection. So we can then release the anxious thoughts as a storm approach. And again, I remember being on my honeymoon thinking I should be really worried about this right now, this storm coming. But there was this quiet sense of confidence that I knew it was going to be okay. And I wish I could tell you that when the storms of life came, not just the physical ones, but other storms approached that I, that I kept that, that I trusted in God's word and that I let that take root in my heart. But what happens sometimes is we hear these words We hear that God's our protection, but they are not rooted deep enough. And when the storms come, they just get washed away. And then the anxious thoughts come and fear and worry and anxiety fills our life. And maybe you're there today. And that just made me think of the parable of of the seeds that get sown. And so the seeds are God's word. And and maybe you are the person that the seed falls on rocky ground and you hear it and you receive it with joy, but there's no roots to hold it up. And so when trouble comes, that word of God fades away. Or maybe you, you're the seed that gets planted. God's word gets planted in your life, but thorns are also there. And so the anxious thoughts come and they choke out God's word and anxious thoughts rule your life. But if you look at that same parable, if you look and see, how do I take in God's word and how does it produce good fruit in my life? Scripture says when the seed falls on good soil, the people who hear the word and they understand it. And so we're not just hearing these words and receiving it and saying, oh, that's cool. That's a good thing to do. But we're understanding and we're staying rooted and we're planting roots. And that's why for the last few weeks, we've talked so much about getting into God's word, opening scripture for yourself, knowing him, seeking to have a relationship with him, understanding his word so that you can plant those roots so that you can understand it. So then when the storms come, you apply it, (laughs) you apply it. And then you can have this quiet confidence when the storms are coming that everything's going to be okay. Not because you've got it all figured out because it left in my own ability. I am not going to weather the storms, but because you have God, he is your refuge and your safe place to run to when the storms of life come. When you get into scripture, maybe at first it doesn't make sense. Maybe it all seems very foreign to you. But as you start to get in and you just say, I'm just going to keep trying to understand this more. God, I want to know you more. There's going to be these moments where it starts to make sense and your eyes are opened. At least this is how it happened for me. And it took a lot of time and it took a lot of effort. But as I did, and I started to connect the pieces of how the story all fit together, as you start to see God's heart, it starts to cause so many shifts in your life. And so I just want to remind you to start where you are. (laughs) Maybe today you need to start with, is this even real? Can I even trust 
this book. And if you are there, I have resources. If you want to know the validity of it, how can I trust it? How can I trust that, you know, this was written years ago. How do I know that it's been copied the same way and that I'm reading today is even what Jesus said back then? We had talked before too about there was a man, Lee Strobel. Um, I had the true privilege of being able to hear him speak and he was an atheist reporter who set out to disprove Jesus, to disprove the Bible. And in the pursuit to disprove him, his eyes were opened and he saw the truth before him and ended up becoming not only a follower of Jesus, but a preacher. And so this is just to remind you that God isn't afraid of your questions. He's not afraid of you investigating it. There is nothing that God has to hide. And I always want to be an encourager of you going out and finding credible sources to help you find the truth that you need to help you understand the validity of what you're reading. So start where you are. Start asking questions. Start investigating. Why am I reading this? Maybe you say, okay, I believe this is true. I believe this is God's word. So why am I reading this? Why is what I'm reading important? How does this fit into the overarching story of what God is about and what is God trying to tell me in what I'm reading. And I just want to encourage you to keep showing up. Just keep opening your heart. Keep seeking God and seeking how he is working in your life. Because you know that even when storms come and it's dark all around you and there is water falling, you will still have God's presence and God's light in the midst of the storm. You will learn that even though there are storm clouds, that just means there's some liquid sunshine rolling in because the light of the world is always present. He is always in in the storm with you. And light always overcomes darkness. I think of John, when John says in chapter one, verses four to five, that he's speaking about Jesus in him was life. And that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it. Jesus is above every dark storm that you are facing today. His light has already overcome it. And he is just waiting for you to see him in the storm. And he's given you scripture and his Holy Spirit living in you and people of faith just to encourage you, to point you back to him so that he can be your protection, your safe place, and your refuge anytime you need it. And so that you can walk into and through the storms of life, knowing that you have liquid sunshine in them, knowing this calm confidence that God is your protection, the protection that never fails, the protection that will keep you safe no matter what comes and that he is above every storm that you are facing in your life. And so that you don't have to have those anxious thoughts, those worries that you can seek safety and refuge in him. Let's end today in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we just come to you today thankful for your word. God, thank you for the reminder that you are our protection, that you will keep us safe. You will give us protection that allows us just to rest easy, knowing that you are in control, that you are protecting us, guiding us, and equipping us for everything that we face today. God, would you help the person who's just struggling with fear or worry today? Would you help remind them that you are in control? God, would you help the person who's questioning, can I even trust this protection? God, would you just step into their heart and reveal to them the things that they need to see your goodness and your faithfulness. And God, we just thank you again for your protection and your love and for being our refuge that never fails and that is always there. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 
Well, as always, thank you so much for being here with us today. We are going to take a short little fall break and we will have a couple weeks off. We want to encourage you in this time to spend the extra time in scripture, to dive in, to get to know God, to read his word, to study it, to learn it, and just to continue growing in relationship with him. Thank you so much for being here. We'll see you again soon.